Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Zach. And I'm David. Hey, David. Hey, Zach. How are you? Welcome to the Star Companion. <laughs> what do we do here, Zach? Ah, uh, well, you know, it's pretty <laughs> great that you flipped that on me. And, uh, you know, what do we do here? We tackle Star Trek. Trek. Episode by episode. That's what it is. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We're Star Trek It's been podcasts. a long day. The commutes this week have been fucking atrocious. Continue, my friend. We're a Star Trek podcast, trekking through Trek, one episode at a time, star date by star date, yes? Star date by star date, that's right. And what did we do this week? Well, this week, um, we actually, we took a little bit of deviation from our from our normal Trek and uh, switched back over to Enterprise because uh, Discovery has just got awful, folks. It's so much more fun to go through Enterprise. I think you guys think it is, too. And, uh, you know... I I had a thought, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna relay this thought to David live right now as we speak, and it's this: Do it, Poppy. I say we uh, respectively or together, if you'd like, binge the entirety of season one, and then we get together mm-hmm. and we just talk about season one. We don't need to do it episode by episode. Okay, it's a goddamn slog. Yeah. So we'll just do enter uh, discovery. You know, <laughs> season in review, season in review, and then we'll do season two in review afterwards. Okay, I think the show's better uh, on a binge than it is week to week, and then that way we can we can keep you, David, and the fans, you and myself happy, and just go straight through fucking Enterprise because let's fucking be honest, I miss Dad. <laughs> I did. We miss Trek. We miss Canon Trek. Canon Trek, motherfucker. So, for those of you that have just started tuning in, we... Well, thanks, actually. Uh, yeah, thank you, know, you. I appreciate that. We're on all major podcasting platforms. You can email us at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. You can kick us down a dollar at thestarcompanion at patreon.com or however that works. Just Google it. Patreon. Um, and, uh, you know... We do this because we love Star Trek, but we also do it because you guys are the fucking best. You That's know, right. some of these emails are so sweet. 
So <laughs> thanks for, you know, everything that you do. And they're funny. And, uh, you know, you know, Trent, <laughs> I did that on purpose. I know your name's Troy. It is disgracery on a second watch. <laughs> You're right. You win. I'm sorry. Yeah, one of our subscribers called uh, Discovery Disgracery. And um, it's, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> I, w- I will. Um, I do have something to say, though. You said the show's better when it when you binge it. Yeah. I don't agree. I think it's just all all, all around bad. Well, and, ha- and if uh, you're worried about keeping me happy, don't. You'll never keep me happy. Yeah, I'm yeah, just perpetually per- perennially yeah. sad. And I like it. <sighs> Noted. <laughs> I like being sad. I don't like discovery. Yeah, That's I like I like pain, but I don't want that pain. No. So, so let's give let's let's pleasure ourselves and let's pleasure our our fans this week. Yeah, let's flick our beans. Let's flick our beans. Stroke, um, Lord, 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 Lord. <laughs> uh, today we're we're like we said we're going back to uh, Enterprise and we're going back to season two, episode two, and this is uh, car- the name of this episode is Carbon Creek. Yep, star date oh four one two two one five point two. And um, I gotta say, what a great fantastic episode i knew you were gonna like this episode love this episode i was so so for those of you uh that are just tuning in again thank you hello david hasn't seen enterprise we 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 are uh we're where no david has gone before (laughs) and so i've i've seen these and so it's really fun to witness these in real time through your eyes yeah it really is i was watching it at work and i said Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Carbon Creek, it's man. It's just the right amount of campy. I just I love it. It it, it brought back it brought back all the things that I like about Star Trek. Excellent. And it, and it got me excited about Enterprise again. Word. So, so word. So, um in this episode, which starts out with uh Dad Archer. I know we haven't mer- mentioned Dad in hey, a while. Dad. Hey Dad. Um Mom to Paul and also uh Trip the engineer sitting down for a nice little dinner celebrating mm-hmm. celebrating uh to paul's one year aboard the enterprise wow monumental and um <laughs> <laughs> trip and archer re- ask to paul to regale them with a story so she does and she re- regales them with the story of her great great grandmother do you know what the name of her great great grandmother was i don't remember uh to rain Tarim, I think it was Tamir. Something with a T. It was T-M-A-I-R or something like that. Tamir. And so apparently back in the day, T'Pol's great-great-grandmother went back, went over to Earth when they launched the Sputnik mm-hmm. and uh, did a little flyby, but ended up crashing into Earth. What? What? And this was actually the first recorded uh, so, interaction between Vulcans and humans. Hold not. on. <laughs> You're telling me first contact when they meet Zephram Cochran? That's second contact. Oh my god. Well how come how come uh how come the Earthlings don't know that? How come that's not in Starfleet records? Well, it's in the Vulcans records, that's what she says. It's well known. Well, I'm gonna jump right to the end. She goes Is it? Well it's you told me to tell you a story. Yeah. And I thought, you know She's grown wily this to Paul. That's a clever writing trick. Mm-hmm. It gives them an out if people get mad that they're like, that's not fucking canon, you fucking losers. Right. <laughs> but also, it could be true. And why not? Because, you know. <laughs> she has the handbag at the end. 19. Yeah, exactly. Jumping 1957. 
Carbon Creek, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. We get three Vulcans that crash land on Earth. <laughs> and what do they do, David? Well, they turn it pretty much into the uh, Star Trek version of the Honeymooners. <laughs> also, the Vulcan version of uh, <laughs> Three's Company. <laughs> With one chick and two guys. Um, so yeah, they land in this little town and uh, they're pretty much stranded there. They can't they can't repair their trip their ship. Captain dies, so there's three of them. There's T'Pol's great great grandmother, who looks eerily uh-huh. like T'Pol. It's very. I don't think it's the same actress, but yeah. whoever casted that part, God bless them. That's a that, one for one. Yeah, maybe that. What? Yeah, exactly. Um, and so um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. You first. Oh, well, one of my favorite parts of this episode <laughs> was when, uh, and, and I'm not going to lie, and I don't care if I'm just some sort of male pig, but <laughs> when T'Pol's changing behind uh, a sheet and you get to see the entire outline of her body. Her nipple, nonetheless. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that either. Um, you know, They've I, done that quite a few times now with, with T'Pol's character. I don't think I... I don't think they need to over-sexualize her, but I won't, like, write the editor. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to complain to anybody. Well, I mean, you can look at it from a different perspective. It's not a uh, it's not a sexist thing. You know, they're, they're trying to make Vulcans seem more sensual and sexy. I mean, <laughs> T'Pol mm-hmm. is, is full-blooded Vulcan, but she we see her evolving as the... Uh, as this as the season pr- progresses and more and more human, human, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, 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 anyways, they they end up hitchhiking, not hitchhiking. They end up walking into this town, Carbon Creek, and they all get odd jobs. To Paul's great great grandmother, um, gets a uh, gets a job as a as a waitress at a bar. She does a lot of sweeping. She does a lot of sweeping. Uh, the guy, what's his name? Do you remember his name? No, I don't either. Um, one of the guys becomes a plumber slash handyman, and the other one becomes a uh, a coal miner. And uh, it's just the the first time we get to see them all sitting in that house together. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the plumber guy comes in with his little plumber bag <laughs> and the, the goddamn plunger. The other dude's sitting watching TV, just like he like has like that that classic look on his face of like being sucked in the TV mm-hmm. and then to Paul's great great grandmother of course is the, is the nagging woman mm-hmm. it's just classic like honeymooners like that's what honeymooners was like oh it's so good yeah. it's so good I love the part where uh, the main guy goes I gotta go to the ship to get a phase discriminator mm-hmm. and uh, you know <laughs> cause he needs to fix the antenna and he goes I love Lucy is on tonight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was awesome. I Love Lucy was a great show. It was. And um so, you know, they get these they get these odd jobs. Um when they first get in the city, however, they have to steal somebody's clothes and they they totally <laughs> yeah. look like meth heads walking through the city. <laughs> walking all slow, right? Yeah. We just watched Breaking Bad again. Yeah. It was, well, it was my first time, it was David's again. <laughs> and yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And you know when they first arrive in the in the bar, they have no idea how awkward they're being. It's like, oh, is that your wife? She's my business partner, associate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh fuck. So yeah, just um, 
you know, as as the episode progresses, the main Vulcan guy, he kind of gets taken with the humans. He he finds them to be very interesting. He, he uh, kind of has romantic assignations with uh, the owner of the of the bar where it's all kind of centered around. Yeah. Uh, to Paul ends up kind of becoming a mentor for the bartender's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he likes mathematics and he's trying to get to college. I like astronomy. And the plumber guy just he just fixes shit. And he, I think he likes fit. He likes helping people. He does, yeah. So we we get to see finally Vulcans kind of get taken naturally with humans, mm-hmm. and that's that's really refreshing. Would you like a gripe? I would go for it. No complaining about how they smell. Yeah, right. And they smelled worse back then. <laughs> oh, than they totally. Do in the twenty fourth or twenty second century, rather. They had some crazy nineteen fifties stank about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that racism or? No, like musk. I oh. meant stank. Huh. Yeah. Huh. My my mistake. I... <laughs> Whoops. Uh, <laughs> so. So. I just. I really enjoyed the hustling at pool. I did too. <laughs> And he's like, to Paul's like, don't do it. You don't talk to him. Why would you do this? And he's like, it's simple geometry. It's math, baby. <laughs> I'll fucking fix it. Right. And that guy plays his ass off. He really wants to talk to Paul. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, me too. I mean, to Paul's grandmother. Sorry. They look so alike. I get them confused, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, so basically, you know. As I said, you know, the, the Vulcans kind of get more and more taken with the humans. Um, while the, the main guy, he works in the mine one day, they have a, they have a mining accident and uh, about 20 people are trapped. No. So, you know, he comes, he, he goes over to the ship to try and find, a, I guess, a phaser, a miner, a laser miner. Some sort of thing. Yeah. And I don't mean young child. I mean like a, like a, like a mining tool. Miner. Oh. <laughs> Where's Epstein? Where's Epstein? <laughs> um, and uh, he goes back, or the, the other two Vulcans confront him on the ship, and they're like, we cannot interfere with the humans. This is, this is like... Do not one. interfere. And he's like, I'm going to save them, like it or not. And so he shows up and blasts a hole through the wall, and he's a hero. And uh, T'Pol's great-great-grandmother actually ends up helping out with that as well. So that's kind of a nice... Um, you know, she comes around too. She sees that she's being a little too harsh. He was being, a, she was being a little too harsh. Yeah, classic to Paul, motherfucker. And the plumber guy just kind of was like, "Yeah, whatever she says." Um, so all in all, like this was just—it was a sweet episode. It was. Um, so the one guy gets taken with the uh, the bartender, mm-hmm. as you said, to Paul's grandmother great grandmother gets uh helps the kid mm-hmm. and you get this whole sense of like they really care yeah and they get taken and they they figure we're never going back to vulcan we're stuck here we're gonna have to make a life yeah so they do make a really good life for themselves um and it's I don't know. It's just it's, it's heartwarming. wholesome. It's heartwarming. Yeah. yeah, and they did it with without the ham-handedness of discovery. 
<laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of subtle. You know, it just kind of it kind of just creeps in. But this episode's really dense. Like a lot of stuff happens in it. You know. Well, there are things that like <sighs> Star Trek was better when it was episodic, and there were moments of people together. Yeah. Doing normal things. Playing pool, drinking alcohol, you know. I mean, wasn't it kind of funny when the guy was trying to fix the leak and he couldn't? So he pulled out, so his, he little pulled out his thing. <laughs> just closed it. He comes home and bitches to, to Paul's great great grandmother and says, The kid says I look like Mo. Yeah. What is <laughs> that? Three stooges. I must like some sort of stooge. Um You like continuity. I love continuity. Um the continuity kid. So I can't wait for you to get to Voyager because there is this exact same episode in Voyager. Nice. Um, where uh, uh, Captain Janeway plays Captain Janeway's great lost twentieth century grandmother or aunt or whatever. Um, is it, it Janeway or is it someone like that that they casted that looks really like her? Oh, no, it's Janeway. Oh, okay. I mean, I can play into your joke here that it looks just like her, but it's it's Mulgrew. Um, you know, uh, more things. You know, you get the mention of Zephram Cochran, which is from First Contact. Episode takes place on the first anniversary of T'Pol's assignment to Enterprise, and it's also revealed that the previous record for Vulcan was only 10 days. Uh, it's also one of the few on-screen depictions of a Vulcan drinking uh, alcohol. That's right. Dad liquors mom up. Yeah. Souses her up to tell, get her to tell her story. He sauced her up for sure. Uh, so Mestral's seen eating a pet pretzel with his hand, uh, which is noted as a contradiction of statements made by T'Pol and Broken Bow regarding Vulcans not touching food with their hands. Um, They're hungry, man. You gotta survive. Exactly. Uh, you know... You can make the argument that he tries to act human to uh, remain inconspicuous. Uh, so even though Vulcans don't tell lies, Mistral does lie to Tamir about his date with Maggie, which is kind of fun. I mean, he takes on a full goddamn human aspect to his life, you know? And that's why, like you said earlier, you know, when T'Pol says that, you know, you wanted to hear a story, mm -hmm. it's like, is, did that really happen or is T'Pol inputting herself into that? You know, kind of taking poetic license with it. Oh, with totally, yeah. You know? Um, another Voyager uh, connection is so uh, Tuvok is the resident Vulcan on Voyager. Mm. And uh, Tom Paris, one of the, he, he takes the con, you know, mm -hmm. he's one of those guys. Um, he creates a, he creates the holodeck thing that everyone hangs out in. Right. It's basically like, Paris outside of some Starfleet training headquarters. Okay. And he plays pool every day there. Nice. And uh, Tom He's a billiard go shark. Yeah. Tom goes, Tuvok, have you ever played pool? And he goes, it's simple geometry, <laughs> Tom. You know, so it's yeah. an allusion to that. And so even between Voyager and Enterprise, two series that most people don't like or semi-like, it's they're not the best, you know, uh, there's still a sense of reverence. Yeah. You know, and in compassion, I think it comes for off sure. as compassionate to me for, sure. for the for the uh, not the enterprise. Well, the enterprise of Star Trek, you know, like yeah, the vehicle of it. And it doesn't it doesn't seem forced. Um, you know, the the moment kind of passes naturally. Mm -hmm. They don't they don't kind of uh, harp you know, on it or whatever. It just kind of flows. 
and then it leaves you thinking later if you're a true fan you're like wow i've heard that somewhere yeah i mean it's just so it's just so sweet it's it really is <laughs> you know um it, I don't know. It, I really do enjoy Enterprise, and I enjoyed this episode. And fucking loved it. You know how how what an acting assignment mm-hmm. to play a Vulcan, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the nineteen fifties America, <laughs> you know, like that's got to be awesome for as an actor. A human playing a Vulcan pretending to be a human yeah well that's it's just good stuff you know and and if mestral archer suggests that mestral could have lived on earth for 100 150 years which means he could have been there for the first contact yeah can you imagine being him that would have been crazy <laughs> they get warp technology while he's there i wish someone would just hear a gunshot in, in an outhouse somewhere <laughs> Oh man! It's like fuck, the Vulcans are back. Yeah, uh, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. Um, I think the cutest part of this episode is they get contacted by some Vulcan ship. Mm-hmm. Said they're going to be there in three days, and to Paul realizes or finds out that to Paul's great great grandmother. Oh, sorry, Tamir finds out that the kid's not going to college because they didn't make enough money. So. She takes a train and goes down to God knows where, and probably the Patton office in D.C., which I think is accessible by train, maybe from Pennsylvania. She, I think she took the midnight. Go ahead, sorry. (laughs) And she sells (laughs) a invention that will change the world forever. And uh, Velcro. Yep. And uh, so bullocks on you, NASA. You didn't make Velcro. I have it on high authority that Tamir of Vulcan supplied <laughs> Velcro to you. It really happened. It, I think so. I mean, this is a documentary, right? Pure fiction. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, you need to go Google Unexplained Mysteries, Jonathan Frakes. <laughs> There's like a three-minute <laughs> compilation of him telling you you're wrong. Didn't happen. Nope. Pure fiction. Not this time. Uh-uh. It's like, you, you wily fucker. <laughs> um, There's a follow-up to that, too. It's like a three-minute video of, of Jonathan Frakes asking you things. Oh, no. He's like, you ever like to go wandering under a big blue sky? <laughs> like, what? Have you ever thought about what would happen if you vacuumed something up and your toe got stuck in it? And you're like, well, something super specific. I'm sorry. When does that ever happen to anybody? And then there's one person at home going like, oh, my God. What? Uh, what? Yeah. My attention's I peak. think about that all the time. Have you ever uh, got a shoelace caught in an escalator and got your foot sucked in and ripped off like that one episode in The Simpsons? You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> Have you ever seen a man eat his own head? Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing about that video is he is... He, he like acts out the things that he's asking like he pulls up in a bike and a helmet and he's like you ever ride a bike (laughs) (laughs) that thing that's a bike my god yeah i think i've been on one of those i think i've been on one of those (laughs) anyway small tangent aside uh the vulcans end up uh eventually getting picked up uh so Paul brings back the money for the for the kid to go to college everybody clink 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 everybody celebrates and um the main Vulcan guy, uh, Mistrell, uh, decides to stay on, on Earth. And that's where T'Pol and Trip are like, 
You kidding me? He could have lived another 150 You're years. You're kidding me? You got to be kidding me. And um, that, as they say, is that. What a great episode. Fantastic. Let me tell you, uh, ladies and germs. We're back. I'm happy to be back in Enterprise. <laughs> and then after that is the original series. <sighs> and then TNG. Well, Just animated. Animated. TNG. Then TNG. Just all... Things that make Star Trek, Star Trek. It's bangers. And then you know what happens while we're in the middle of TNG? Movies? Deep Space Nine. Oh, nice. I can't wait for you to get there. I can't wait to review the movies of the original oh, series. Oh, yeah. Those are actually. fun. Those are fucking fun. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're happy to be back doing Enterprise. Uh, you know, screw you, Michael Burnham. You can send us an email at... The star commanding at gmail.com. Let us know. And uh, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.